Hello and welcome to Gifts of the Weird Podcast. Joining me this episode is Alex from the Spells and Spaceships blog. Alex is a sci-fi, fantasy, and other fiction fan who has been reading books since he was a kid. He started the blog in late 2019 to talk about the books he was reading and to promote reading and the authors creating amazing worlds for us to enjoy today. In 2020, he started Norsevember to explore the world of Norse and Viking era history and culture and mythology. I'm looking forward to talking about Norsevember. Alex, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, this is great. So I missed Norsevember last year because it didn't show up on my radar or anything. And so when uh, Joshua Gillingham hit me up with something, he's like, hey, are you participating in Norsevember or hashtag Norsevember? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I hadn't heard of it. So uh, through him, I kind of looked up your blog and looked up last year's Norsevember project and all of the cool things that you had going on. And uh, I thought, wow, this is really great. Fortunately, I found out about it a couple of weeks before so that I could reach out to you and see if you wanted to come on and chat about it. And I'm glad you did. So welcome. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you very much. Why don't you tell folks what is Norsevember and how did this idea come about for you? Um, well, it started off as a uh, reading event last year. Um, so I'll be honest, I just watched Vikings probably the first two, three seasons on Netflix. Um, I'd always been interested in history, so I knew a little bit about the Vikings. I wanted to know a little bit more. Um, so I thought, I'll read a bit of historical fiction, fantasy. Um, why don't we read some Norse-inspired books? Um, so I basically just put on Twitter, um, thinking of reading Norse books for a month. And quite a few people said, oh yeah, I'll, I'll join in with that. I'm interested in that. Um, it sort of evolved from there, really. And then um, I think it was about September time. And I thought with the uh, starting letters of the same month for November, I thought, why not make it again November? So not not very creative, but um, it just sort of went from there really. And then I did like a sign up on Google Forms, and it was going to be just like a very casual thing where we were just going to read books basically. Um, and then the more research I did, and the more reading I did about the mythology and the culture and a bit more in depth on the history I thought you know what this really speaks to me and interests me I want to make it a big thing so that's when I set up the event and it just grew from there really so it started from just a very casual thing and then I ended up putting about I'd say about 50 or 60 hours in Um, I was working (laughs) on my lunch breaks at work at home in the evening creating posts um, all the time I was learning so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to set it up initially just to learn more about everything to do everything Norse basically um, and then it went from there. Well looking back on last year's topics and events and all of the people that got involved yeah I imagine it looked like a great event uh, and a <laughs> lot of work that you did and isn't it interesting how things can oh, I have this we, this just this idea eh. It's oh, cool. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we'll read some books and then it just kind of spirals, right? <laughs> Madness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, and I was exhausted afterwards, but it was an absolutely brilliant experience. So I'm glad to be back doing it again. I bet it was. And, and I loved what you said was where you were learning a lot of things along the way. And that's really what makes things so much better that w- when you're having fun is when you're actually learning some interesting things. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, well, I still am. I've got loads to learn still now. So I feel like when I'm on Twitter, especially people are like asking me questions about Vikings, about Norse mythology. And I'm thinking, 
I'm not an expert. I only set this event up so that I could learn myself. <laughs> and then <laughs> along the way, I'm, I'm learning more and more. So I think this year, sort of last year, we, we touched on the surface of a lot of things and very basic in many ways. And I think this year, although it's accessible to everyone, I think we go a little bit, bit more in depth, I hope. So we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, I think Norse member is awesome. It's a great hashtag and hey, it makes sense, right? <laughs> cool. Yeah. A couple of the folks that you've that you had last year, like Joshua and Ian Stewart Sharp, I got introduced over this year. Uh, with their books coming out, uh, All Thingy and... Oh, uh, I loved All Thingy, yeah. Yeah, I'm about uh, almost halfway through. I just got my copy from the Kickstarter a couple of weeks ago, so I'm making my way through it. I got a couple of stories that I could read ahead of time when I uh, had them on the mm-hmm. podcast a couple months ago, which was really cool, and I just love the concept. So I'm looking forward to getting through to some more of the stories, so they're a lot oh, of fun. I love it. It's brilliant, really good. Yeah, and then... The Jotun War with uh, Ian Stewart Sharp. I just talked to him about a couple um, about what, two months ago, and that was a really interesting read as well. So a lot oh, of yeah, cool definitely. stuff. And mm-hmm. it looks like there's some more books that I'm going to have to add to my tall stacks. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully there'll be a lot more in a couple of months' time. Hey, I'm sure there will be. So how how did your interest in Norse things come about? I mean, you couldn't have just been flipping through Netflix and you're like, oh. I, this looks interesting. I'll just read watch Vikings. Um, and you said you might have had some interest in it before. Um, what brought that about? Do you think? Yeah, I definitely um, put it down to my upbringing and living in England. Um, <clears throat> so when I was young, I used to love going to medieval castles or castles that I thought were medieval, like Warwick Castle, which is actually a lot later on. Um, but it started off with a typical like childlike interest in knights and chivalry and that sort of thing, and then it evolved into Vikings. And so I've always had like a, a sort of interest, but it's really like evolved over the last few years. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's not just from popular culture like the Vikings TV show. I'd say, I'd say it's from history interest growing up. Um, but also I've written a post this for this November, uh, North November, about being local to me. Um, so I live close to a place called Repton, um, which is where the great heathen army camp um, and Ivor the Boneless is believed to be buried there. Um, well, many historians believe he's buried there. And there's quite a lot of history with Repton. It used to be the capital of Mercia, which the Vikings basically sort of conquered, really. Um, mm-hmm. So it's got quite a history very close to me. Um, I think there was 200 Viking bodies discovered there. And it's literally a bike ride from me. I used to bike ride through there all the time. Um, so when I discovered that, it's like that really kicked my interest on as well. It's like, wow, I'm cycling or walking through this place where this great heathen army marched through a thousand years ago. And I started looking into that and that, that helped develop my interest as well. Um, so I've written a post about that that goes in it, into it in a little bit more detail as well, which um, hopefully you'll enjoy. Yeah, it's really cool to be in a place where you're just amongst all of this this history. And, I, you know, I've been to areas of, of England as well on some, some visit and walk through some areas. And, and to me, I you know, sometimes you can just kind of feel that history still percolating around you, I think, or just that energy. It's just oh, all integrated yeah. yet not. I don't know if that sounds cuckoo to some people, but it's really, to me, when you get into a quiet place in an area like that, they you almost hear it as a whisper, I think, as to the the ancestors and all that going on it's it's really amazing i'm glad you've said that because i was thinking about it earlier when i was thinking about this podcast 
And I, I thought that myself. I thought, well, is it going to sound strange when I'm talking about my love of everything Norse? It's like some like I work shifts, so some, I'm, I'm up at all hours. Um, so sometimes I'll be driving in the car or walking. Like I said, I used to do a lot of bike riding and those mornings where it's just really misty and cold and you're just cycling next to a field and there's nobody about or anything. It's like you could almost just look ahead and, and be a thousand years back. And it's like this in the countryside in Britain, it, there's just this magical quality about it that it's hard to explain. Like you've just said, especially like I mentioned with Repton, when I'm stood next to that church and it's nighttime or you just you just do get a feeling like you could just close your eyes and there'd be a Viking army next to you. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's just, uh, I just love it. I, I totally get it. That sounds like a lot of fun. And so last year you said you read a lot of books and going through, you had some cool blogs about the mythology of what we call heathenry or Asatru today, which is a reconstructed mm-hmm religious practice of, of Norse peoples and Germanic peoples from those early pre-Christian days. And you also um, had some blog posts in and a lot of guest interviews. And I can see how much, you, how you put a lot of time into that. What was that like trying to organize all of that and then meeting with all these folks? And then uh, how is it, is it easier this year after having done that or you finding as much work going into it? Um, well, I've got more contacts this year. So whereas I've put most of the posts together myself last year with a little bit of input this year, I think I've written three and I'm possibly doing four of my own, the rest of them, everybody else. So there's obviously 30 days. There's a lot of people who are interested this year. And so you mentioned Josh um, Gillingham, like he's involved in one of the posts. Like I've been talking to him quite a lot. When it comes to like the community as well, not just people who are interested in the Norse books, but their faith and the heathenry. And I've, I've mm-hmm. met quite a few people through it. It's been like really touching, like two or three people have said, Thank you for like November last year because it's brought people's attention to the gods and that side of things. Not on the superficial level of sort of, so I think a lot of people when they think of Thor or Loki or whatever, they'll think, oh, Marvel. And that's a lot of people's understanding. Whereas I like to hope this, this event makes people question that um, view that they have that's just based on popular culture. And um, actually, look, people have these beliefs now. A bit, bit more in depth about it so people can see what, heathenry really is and it's not just what you see on vikings or well it's nothing like you see on marvel for example (laughs) right yeah i actually had a lot of fun looking at a lot of last year for some of the books that were along the way just the historical fiction or the fictional books of the viking era world you know that realm was a heck of a lot more than i actually thought were out there i'm like i've got a page on the blog called the north vember hub and it's got every post from last year Um, it's got every blogger review of um norse related books so you've got like the norse mythology by neil gaiman and those sort of books but you've got loads of uh, self-published books inspired by norse mythology vikings um non-fiction books it's like my to be read list just went through the roof because i've got so many books on there now and uh, i've got so many that i have to resist buying every time i have a bit of spare cash i'm, yep. I'm hoping that it will serve as sort of like a resource for people and um, maybe other people will point them in the direction of the the post on the website this north north vember hub i've set up because there's so many books on there and I've set it by genre as well. So if someone's thinking, hmm, I want a new Viking read historical fiction, I'll go on the North Vember Hub. Oh, there's 30 books on there or whatever. And they can go through and see people's reviews and think, oh, that sounds like something I'd enjoy. I mean, that's, that's a benefit that was sort of unexpected that's came from the event as well. 
Yeah, I think that's a cool aspect of it because, you know, a lot of times you just don't know. And it's great to have reviews about them. There's so many books available now, especially with being able to self-publish or independently publish. There's so many great works, but how, how do you choose which one is going to interest you enough to mm-hmm. say, okay, I want that for right now because that's the mood I'm in, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Well, um, let's talk about Norse Member itself. So Norse Member each week had a different theme. And this year you're you're keeping that going. How did you decide which weeks you want to do something or did it just kind of like flow and fall into place? Um, I'd say a bit of both, really. So I set up a um, Google form when I was organizing this year's Norse Member. So originally it was actually only going to be one week because there's another great event going on in uh, November if anyone's interested which is sci-fi month and um, originally I was determined to take part in that because I'd wanted to last year the amount of people who were saying oh I'm looking forward to November. what can I do to help this year what are you planning on doing you know what that other event is successful as well and there's a lot of people who are sort of only interested in fantasy or only interested in history who who loved November or they only caught the back of it last year and they really wanted to take part this year I thought there's so much material we still haven't gone through and things to explore and so many good ideas from people. I thought, we'll just make it a month, but I need people's help this time. So I set up this form, which had a few different categories, but the main one that I was looking for was sort of people's own features that they wanted to write to include on like the official schedule. And so I got loads of people interested. And then I basically went through and saw if there was any similar ones, whether they, they could be like grouped together or what category they fall in. So I sort of thought they really fall into three different categories, which is mythology, which was the massively popular one, which was probably the most popular week last year, <laughs> um, which I've sort of included like the lore and the tales, the sagas, um, runes, things like that in. And then there's like the more of the history side, which is culture week, which is week two. Um, I had a few brilliant posts last year. I had an interview with archaeologists, historians, and there's some really good posts that were like really unexpectedly popular, but that I felt were like a real success like for my blog because like people who were actually really respected in academic communities were getting involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've revisited Culture Week this year, and then I've got um, week one is called Setting Sail. So it's more about the adventure and Viking side of things. Um, So I didn't want the focus just to be on Vikings and like everything popular culture and this image people have of these horned helmet shirtless raiders. I wanted (laughs) to show that they're also traders. I think that's why I liked all thingy so much because it showed that um, the Norsemen weren't just Vikings and raiders. They were equally happy to trade and explore and meet new people it wasn't all just let's jump off our longboat and kill everyone that's not what they were all about all the time obviously a lot of the time they were but so we've got posts like life on board a modern longship the galloway horde we've got when the vikings went to orkney and then we've got a brilliant post on the myths and the facts of viking weaponry as well which um sort of leans into that whole image that people have which is a little bit wrong with like the horn helmets and the massive battle axes and all that sort of thing so it's sort of like um a bit of education but a bit of fun learning that's how the sort of weeks came about really so weeks three and four are both mythology because it was just so popular so we've got a lot of posts still got a couple of slots free if anybody did want to write anything but i've got a few ideas myself so 
So I'm writing one at the minute on Vikings as storytellers because the Norse people are so fond of tales and their scolds or scalds, how you pronounce it, <laughs> um, telling the sagas and passing stories down through generations and um, sort of their focus was on achieving things in life and how do you live forever. It's not not through actually living forever, it's by being remembered when you die. So their focus was on making a name for themselves when they were alive and people in their communities telling stories about them when they weren't there. So the post is going to focus on that and that, that's something that I really like about the culture and it, you get that in the mythology as well. Even, even in the mythology with Ragnarok, it's it's like they acknowledge that nobody lives forever not even the gods but you can live forever in in what you achieve in life and, and that's something that i want to touch on because i really like that sort of vibe well yeah that's a, that's going to be a, well there's a lot of really good stuff and uh you've given me a little preview of some of the things so i'm really excited to see that and we'll talk about some of those for later weeks as they come about and and then uh, you have this cool thing called the northvember badge and uh, let's talk about those because last year you sure. had the North River Challenge where, I, if I recall from what I read, it was like read and then repost it and then that's the challenge, right? But uh, you said mm-hmm. that that's kind of, that merged into this badge system. And I've seen the badges because you, uh, you have them on your website or on your blog and uh, they look really cool. What is the badge system and how do people earn them? Thanks. Um, well, um i've got the post in front of me now just because i wouldn't be able to remember them all otherwise yeah. um, basically at the start of um this year i did a science fiction and fantasy badge collection which was really popular like overwhelmingly popular it's got something like three thousand views at the minute this post which is maybe 10 times more than every other post apart from the north vember hub so it seems like people just like collecting things and they like designs and badges and that sort of thing so i thought that might be a, a way to make the um, the score, not scoring necessarily, but last year there was a sort of, I think it was 10 categories of different levels you could achieve during November based on what books you read and that sort of thing. But that really depended on people like reading a lot of books where I felt it was a bit, for people who aren't able to read so much, it, it sort of excluded them a little bit. So I wanted to make this more readily open to people like from all abilities that they could achieve all the badges if they wanted to and um, so I've made, tried to make it a little bit easier but a little bit more fun as well so rather mm-hmm. than just counting up almost like homework or oh, I've got to read this book to get the next level it's more it's more it's a way to have fun but learn things at the same time but I think it's a bit easier as well so for example one of the badges you just have to read one of the sagas um to win the badge so read that in half an hour or less one of the sagas but it's not something that a lot, I don't think a lot of people would have actually read one of the translated sagas. They might know the story. Again, it's something new for somebody to do for Norse member where they're actually learning about Norse culture or the stories or the mythology. Um, so I have a question for you. I, I, just a point of clarification about this particular. So the challenge is to read one of the sagas. Uh, does reading mm-hmm. Neil Gaiman's book work? It's uh, a good question, actually. I didn't think of that. Um, Although I'd highly recommend uh, Neil Gaiman's book, which I love, it's one of my favourite books. I should have mentioned that earlier, really, when it came to getting me oh. into everything Norse, because the audio book is just incredible. I just lo- love listening to him tell a story. You just like imagine yourself around a campfire listening the whole night to him tell a, tell a Norse mythology story. Right, um, and isn't it amazing that on the audio book he's reading it to you? Yeah, <laughs> that's I, know, really I love it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel his passion come through, and that's what I really like. Um, 
with with this badge though, it's more about actually reading one of the translated sagas from um, Snorri. Yeah, I probably should have clarified that, but oh no, you know, you never know until someone asks the question, right? But I don't want to impose like too many rules because it's right. more about having fun. So if someone yeah. wants to earn it and they're not a fan of the sagas, they try one and they think I'm just going to read Norse mythology by game, and they can give it themselves. I'm not going to be there saying no, you're not allowed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, another badge, um, which is just sharing a um, someone else's blog feature or video or your own. So. If someone wants to create their own brilliant, but if, if not, they can help by just spreading the word in the community, retweeting something. There's some brilliant videos last year that from people that I didn't even expect. By that, I just mean people that I didn't follow, they didn't follow me. They've just seen the hashtag and they've got involved in it. And I've just searched the hashtag and seen loads of cool stuff that I wouldn't have known about if I hadn't have searched Norse Vember. Um, people who I, I've never spoken to before. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that will continue. I've got another badge, read the Poetic Edda or the Prose Edda, or, or of course both. So they're two like of the foundation books really to, to read for anybody who, who wants to consider themselves like serious about everything Norse really, I think, which I haven't done. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm going to be doing um, this Norse member. I'm going to read both of them and then I might be able to consider myself a bit more authoritative on the subject. I like that you have to earn the badges as well. Oh Alex. yeah, I've got to earn them too. <laughs> So and so, um, um, the badges then uh, do they just download the artwork and they could proudly display it on their blogs and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook feeds, or is uh, there going to be any physical badges that they can send away for? No, I'm not quite at that stage yet to do physical <laughs> badges. I mean, um, for the science fiction and fantasy badge collection, um, there was a lady from Spain who actually created all the badges, hand stitched them, and everything, and. When she earns one, she puts it on a um, denim jacket, I believe. And that, that like, blew my mind. I can't believe that somebody would do that. But, like, mm. I'm so flattered by it. So, obviously, anyone's welcome to do that if they want to. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? I think that would be wonderful. Well, the badge system sounds so much fun. You have the Loki badge, which you just featured on your blog a couple of days ago. Yeah, that's a bit more mystery to that one. <laughs> um, do we want to talk a little bit about that or just let people go to the uh, Yeah, we can, we can talk a little bit about it. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what they were. I think there were six different ones now um, that you could achieve. So some of them are really easy and then some of them were a bit more difficult. So I think... Number three on the list is a bit more mysterious. It was like the Loki Mischief Award. Yep. So I've got a few ideas in my head, things that I could do. Um, harmless fun, but things. Well, I have it here. So one of it's tweet your own Norse-inspired poetry, which sounds yeah. a lot of fun. That's something I wouldn't mind trying myself, actually. He, um, well, I'm, I'm going to roll the dice just the same as everyone else to see which one I get. Another one is change your display name on Twitter to a traditional Nordic name for the yeah. whole of Norse member. That's kind of fun. I think I was saying, is it number three on the list is, is the like the mischief one. Um, so I had an idea like just to get people to trick pe- their followers in some way, but not in like a harmful way. So I'm just thinking of ideas. <laughs> one of them might be, for example, like um, to talk about a book they're really excited for, to name the book and everything. And knowing book Twitter, they'll they'll look on it and they'll look on Goodreads. They won't be able to find it. They'll look on Google or whatever. The, the challenge will be that they've got to be adamant about this book for the month and how excited they are by it or that sort of thing where where they're like sort of leading people along. Just a low-key vibe sort of thing. I'll probably give that one away now, so I might have to think of something else. <laughs> 
Well, it sounds like a lot of fun, these badges, and uh, I'm going to do my best to get, I think there's nine of them. I'm going to try my best to earn as many as possible. I'm expecting you to get all nine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely gonna try. A challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what a challenge is for, right? That's great. That's it. That's it. Well, so as you said a few times, the whole purpose of Norsevember is just to have fun and learn and to share creative stories, right? That's it. Yeah. I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. Let's talk about week one. Uh, we're at the beginning of Norsevember now, uh, with releasing this, and it, of course, it's going to start on Monday the first. You want to briefly talk about the some of the things that are coming up for that week and what we think people might be interested in as part of it? Yeah, sure. Um, so we've got a post for every day at the minute. So I mentioned a couple of these earlier. Um, we've got Life on Board of Modern Longship. So Tilda Cold Holt, who wrote um, Northern Wrath and Shackled Fates, which I'm reading at the minute, um, has basically lived on, a, on board a modern longship to see what it was like for the Vikings and um she's writing a post for for North November about that, which uh, I'm really interested to see. We've got somebody who lives in Ireland and they're writing about a post of, about the Vikings in Ireland, which will be really interesting because I know there's a lot of history there with Dublin especially. Um the Vikings mm-hmm. were credited with basically founding and setting up Dublin. I think there's a, a Viking museum in Dublin actually for anybody who lives nearby. You've got my post on uh, the Vikings in Repton. Um, which is post home for me. Slavery in the Viking world, which will be an interesting post. We've got a couple of interviews coming up as well. So we've got an interview with um, Giles Christian, who wrote the Raven Blood Eye series, which is really good. And then one of my favourite posts, which has been written already, which I've read through, is the missing fact on the weapons, um, which will surprise a few people who've got some preconceptions. But there's more. Um, there's just so much coming up and. There's some posts from people who, who aren't on the official schedule who are just writing something for fun as well. It's just I'm hoping it kicks off with a bang. Oh, that's great. So there'll be probably a lot more than just these particular things. So that sounds cool. And- oh, yeah. I mean, I've uh, I've worked with a, um online store that sells basically Norse jewellery. And um, they've got a 20% off code just for Norse Vember. And Norse Vember is the actual like promotion code that you have to put in. They've got some amazing stuff on there basically just contacted them and asked whether i told them about the event and asked whether they'd be interested in working together in some way or another just because i felt like i wanted to help like a norse business in some way and um they were really up for it and um like i say they've given this code um just for people who are taking part in norse member um that they can use on their store and it's free international shipping as well so i think quite a few people would be interested i'll be i'll be buying a few things after that i reckon wow that um, is a great deal that's i've uh, just just tried to add like a few extra bits like that just to add a bit of more like a, a sort of premium feel this year a bit of extra sparkle sort of thing plus people are going to be posting things on their own blogs which will be they'll be hashtagging so people can find uh, additional blogs and create uh, the store and things like that by just by uh, following the hashtag either on Twitter or I'm sure it'll probably be going up on Instagram as well. Yeah, following the, those, you'll be able to follow through to a lot of uh, interesting material, I'm sure. So, wow, week one sounds really exciting and really fun. And I'm really, I, I'm looking forward to all of them, but uh, also the myth and reality of the Norse weapon sounds very interesting. Well, Alex, I think that uh, unless you have something else, why don't we close out this episode because we're going to have you back for another episode to talk about week two and to talk about week three and four. 
and uh, this is really an exciting thing. So kudos to you. Thanks for doing this. No, thanks, thanks very much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for putting your time in and uh, making this happen. Um, this is really exciting, and you're going to have some cool graphics. I've already looked at some and love them. <laughs> oh, thank you. Absolutely. All right, so I'm going to keep track of my badges, and I'm going to proudly display them when I earn them. Definitely. Thank you very much. Alex, thanks for coming along. Thank you for listening. Please have a look at the show notes for links and, well, notes. Podcast is available from Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and other podcast catchers. Feedback and reviews are greatly appreciated. Please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at, at @weirdgifts1 and on Facebook at, at Gifts of the Weird. And email me at giftsoftheweird.com. Thanks and have a great day.